are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, welcome to the Informative Conversations podcast show. My guests this month are the founders of Becoming That Girl Retreat. I asked these ladies to join me because I was just moved by four young ladies in their 20s who are inspiring others to become that girl in Christ. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I just I was just over just taken back by your boldness, and and I really appreciated and thought that you know this is something we need to share with others and and, and inspire others. So I'm going to begin. I'm going to ask each of you to just tell me a little bit about yourself. So let's begin with you, Taylor. Well, hi, my name is Taylor. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I am a content creator slash Christian influencer. All right. Aisha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. So I'm Aisha. I go by Aisha Nicole as my brand name. Um, and I'm a serial entrepreneur and content creator. And more recently, I just launched a styling business. Um, and in the influencing space, I focus on faith and fashion. Oh, great. And Autumn, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Autumn Monet, and I am a content creator for my Christian mobile app entitled Authentic Only, Be Genuine, Be Real, Be Authentic. And I am 27 years old from Atlanta, Georgia. I started my mobile app just as a tool for millennials to learn how to achieve being their most authentic selves in God. Mm, interesting. Okay. So let me ask each of you, how did you all come together? And, and how did you all come up with the name Becoming That Girl? Okay, so um, we came together through me. God gave me the idea to create a woman's retreat. And so I was going about it, but he started revealing to me who he wanted me to do the retreat with. It wasn't supposed to be something just by myself. He wanted me to bring other women along and make it kind of like a a sisterhood type of unified type of thing. So um, instantly, when I was thinking about who to include, he dropped the names Aisha and Autumn into my spirit. Um, These are women that I've seen often just do their thing in the social media world. And their faith, their boldness, and their belief in God really always inspired me as well. So it was a no-brainer to reach out to them. I already kind of knew how grounded they were in their faith, just like me. So I reached out to them, and they were completely on board with being a part. 
And we came up with the name Becoming That Girl because God literally downloaded the entire outline of the retreat to me. He downloaded the name, how many days, what we would do, literally gave me the full outline. So I got the full idea for the retreat in my quiet time. And so when I brought the idea to these ladies, I literally just came with the blueprint. And I love the fact that they were literally on board from the second that I said, let's do it. And we just got to work and we did what we had to do. Oh, wow. That's great. Your obedience, obedience, obedience. Okay. So, so Taylor, let me just ask you then when God downloaded this to you, and I'm going to ask this to uh, each of you, what does becoming that girl, what is that girl to you? Mm-hmm. That girl to me is pretty much that girl who is focused, determined, has her strong foundation in God and who operates from God first. Oftentimes when we hear that girl, many people think it's how you look, how how much money you got, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What type of designer bag you have. And it's not mm-hmm. about that. To me, it's mm-hmm. about the principles and it's about your foundation. And mm-hmm. I oftentimes like to describe that girl as the Proverbs 31 woman. She was the ultimate that girl to me. Like she was had her foundation in God. She was focused. She was always serving, helping others. She was there for everybody, but she also was on her business and on her grind, doing different things that she needed to do and chasing her dreams as far as being an entrepreneur with selling clothes or different things that she did. She really inspires me and really is the epitome of that girl to me. So that's just some things that I would describe. Someone who is focused, but most importantly, that's why we always say becoming that girl in God, because we want mm-hmm. to make sure everyone understands that you being that girl, it first stems from God, and then mm-hmm. you go on about your life. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Autumn, what does that girl mean to you? Well, when I think of becoming that girl, the only thing that I can say is pertaining to myself because I have to practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. And so when I think of becoming that girl, I think of becoming that fully realized woman in God, being Mm -hmm. that healed woman, just Mm -hmm. being focused and understanding your relationship with him. It's all about that tight knit relationship with God and giving yourself grace and understanding Mm -hmm. that as you matriculate through life, it's a journey. And it's just that it's becoming that girl that God wants you to be, whoever that girl is. It's not going to look like who God may have called Taylor or Aisha to be, but it's who God has called me to be. And so that's what I think of when I think of becoming that girl, it's understanding your lane in your relationship with God. Aisha, tell me what does becoming that girl mean to you? So the first thing that I think of when I think of becoming that girl is a continuous evolution. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because I know that as Autumn, just to echo that it's a journey. And so every time that I have envisioned what God had for me, I think it's just having that sense of obedience and the willingness to be obedient to whatever God's called you to do. And I really think that girl in God is one who makes the, the, the conscious effort to fulfill her assignment um, in whatever capacity that may be. And I just think, you know, some people, what they have is their perspective of that girl right now may not be who they think that girl is five years from now, 10 years from now, because it's an evolving process. Um, and I just think just 
prioritizing, you know, God in our lives, whatever he has us to do, whether it's assignment, whether it's our purpose, whether it's a calling, just making the decision to be obedient in that effort. Um, So I know for me specifically, you know, I've achieved a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. But if what I'm doing is not for the upbuilding of God's kingdom, I don't feel like I'm fulfilling my assignment. Mm -hmm. So really, that doesn't make me that girl because what impact am I leaving? So um, that's something that I truly value overall is what impact I'm going to leave or how can I make my mark? Um, Because I think that's what makes me take up valuable space in the world. Hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. So let me ask you out. So it's it's so much negativity out here in the world and there's a lot of lack of authenticity in the world today. So what do you do to maintain your relationship with Christ? And Adam, I'm going to begin with you because you have an app about being authentic. Yes. Let me begin with you. Um, Well, for me, as I was kind of saying, and I think this is a very big point for me because I fell into that comparison trap before, especially Mm -hmm. being on social media and being a millennial, we compare our our journeys to other people's journey based off of what we see, which is Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, negativity and lack of authenticity. Mm -hmm. Little do we know what we see is very inauthentic. It's not, Mm. it's rare that you see the authenticity of people's journey. And Mm. so for me, maintaining my relationship with Christ is solely on just spending time. Um, Mm. I have to start my days with him or at least end my days in praise and worship and just having that quiet time. That Mm. is honestly what keeps me grounded. And that's what keeps me in communication with him because I have so much going on, um, working, being in school, being an entrepreneur, working on all of these projects. If I don't take time at the start of my day or at the end of my day to just sit in silence or have some praise and worship time and read my word, then I'll never have it. And having that time off of social media and outside of the social presence is what helps me maintain my relationship with Christ. For others, it may be easy to juggle social media and, you know, their businesses and then their lives and families and still have that relationship. But for me, I noticed that when I don't take that intentional time out, that's when I start to lack that connection with him. And so in the world where there's so much um, negativity and lack of authenticity, I always encourage my mobile app users to have praise and worship. I have a praise and worship um, playlist. I encourage them to be real, you know, Mm -hmm. talk to God how you talk to your homegirls or your friends. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is almighty in presence, but you can come to him as you are. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say a certain word in a certain tone or, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, I am so real with God. Like he's one of my friends because I am a friend of God. I am his daughter and he wants me to come to him how I am. And so that's what I do. It is very, very hard, but you know, especially when you, you, it's like I say, it's hard not to compare yourself, but sometimes those moments may come up in my mind and then I have to automatically trigger myself back to you're in your own lane and what God has for you is for you. You know, you have to constantly remind yourself that because you can get caught up in what is happening for the next person compared to what's not happening for you. And so I think that once you understand time and season as well, and knowing Mm -hmm. that 
when God spoke it, it already was done. And so by knowing that, that is what helps me to maintain who I am. Because if I didn't know who he was, then I would doubt and be worried. But by knowing who he is, that's how you know he's not a man that he shall lie to you. You know, you just have to stay in your word. I think that's what it is. Staying in your word because... He, what he said is not a lie. So if you Mm. are hearing things or feeling things in your spirit or in your mind, that's opposite of what is said in the word, that's not of God. And Mm. so that's how I keep myself grounded is by knowing this is what God said. And I know he's not a liar. I've seen him work before and he's a God that will do it again. So that's how Mm -hmm. I maintain my relationship. Amen. All right. Mm -hmm. Are you assured about who you have believed in? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Aisha? I have the same question for you because it's so much negativity and Mm -hmm. so much lack of authenticity. And what do you do to maintain your relationship and your identity in Christ? Well, first of all, Autumn covered it from A to Z. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, she covered it from A to Z. So I don't want to, you know, double back on too much of that. But literally what she was saying. And I think just knowing who we are in Christ is so important, you know, Mm -hmm. and once we prioritize our relationship with God, it becomes easier to not become consumed with the things of this world. So when I have even experienced doubt or, you know, fear or worry about a certain situation or at the hands of comparison, I have to remind myself of what God says about me. And what he's told me, what he's shown me, because, you know, I've had situations or encounters where I allow that self-doubt to kind of overtake Mm -hmm. me to where now it's stirring up anxiety in me or Uh, I'm becoming mm -hmm. more focused on the reality of a situation Mm -hmm. versus me facing it through because I already know what God. So it just becomes a matter of, okay, I have to be fully trusting and stand firm on God's promises versus, Mm -hmm. okay, this has happened for someone else or whatever. They have this thing going on, but like not feeling like God's forgotten about me just because of the picture, I'll say the picture Mm -hmm. that people have painted for social media or the way that they present themselves because authenticity is everything. And I feel like it's something that never should be compromised. However, it becomes so easy for people to do that um, because they want this certain image. They want people to perceive them Mm -hmm. in a certain way. So me disassociating myself from what they have going on and just staying true to God's promise for my life specifically is basically how I know that I'm on the right track and I'll stay on the right track uh, because I'm just not allowing social media or you know other things that people have like that has nothing to do with me at the end of the day um and so really just keeping a close eye and just really you know knowing when it's time to disconnect and unplug I think that's Mm. so important and so if Mm. I ever feel myself getting off track it's because I've unintentionally put God on a back burner just being Mm. transparent because I think sometimes we can get so caught up with the other things that we may have going on that sometimes it's like we're not prioritizing God in the ways that we should. And so that is his call. Like, hey, come back to me. Come back mm-hmm. to me. I need you to come back mm-hmm. to me. And me, you know, um, 
Autumn looks at God as like a friend and she says, daughter, but see, I've always perceived God, like my relationship with God is we're teammates. So when I feel like I'm not doing my part, it's time mm. for me to step up. God's already, mm. he's all knowing, you know, he knows mm. every single thing that I have going on and everything that's mm. going to happen in my life. But when I'm slacking, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to catch mm. up, but I know it's time for me to pull my weight again, you mm. know, and just never, never let God take that back seat in my mm. life. So mm. if that means, okay, now it's time for me to disconnect from certain things that I feel like are consuming too much of my time, I do that. If that means, okay, you know, um, I need to go back to spending time with God in my closet because that's my safe space, I'll have to do that. You know, whatever it is that I'm not doing, I think sometimes, um, not just with me, sometimes the very things that we're not doing are the things that we should be doing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just not getting consumed with like the negativity and the things that is going on in the world because our relationship with God should take priority. And so when you're prioritizing God on the throne and just giving him all the praise, the honor that he's deserving of, it becomes easier. It becomes second nature to you. And it doesn't feel like a chore, you know, because you're maintaining this level with Christ. This is an ongoing relationship at the end of the day. So. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Taylor. The same question to you with all the negativity and lack of authenticity in the world, how do you maintain your relationship with Christ? Mm -hmm. They've just about answered everything, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. what else do you say? But um, for me, I would say it's about understanding where my hub comes from. Mm -hmm. I understand that God is my source and without him, I am nothing. So Mm -hmm. when you know who your source is, you won't Mm. depart from what you know. Like my identity is found in God and I understand that Mm. I am who I am today because of him. So Mm. I know I personally cannot drift because I lose who I am. Like when I wasn't in God, I didn't know who I was. It's kind of like, I always describe myself as a walking question mark. Like I was always... Trying to figure out who I am, what I want to be, watching Mm -hmm. other people live their life and Mm -hmm. trying to copy or, you know, mimic what Mm -hmm. they do or different things, different trends that you may see and wanting to follow them. But it, it, you have to think about, well, who was I created to be? You can't always follow the trends and what's going on in the world. So for me, it's just solely about understanding that God is my foundation and he's where my help comes from. So when I'm going through life or when I'm living out my purpose day to day or when I'm doing what God has called me to do, I understand that I have to kneel before him and pray before I do anything. I must seek him above all else because I understand that he is the one who grants me every single idea, every single creative, whatever it may be, it all comes from God. So I understand that I cannot do anything apart from him because how dare I? He helped me get this far. How dare I try to do something that I didn't even create? Like he, like people say, or not like people say, like the Bible says, he breathed life into us before we were placed into our mother's womb. Like he knew us. So it's kind of like God knows who he's called you to be. He knows what he wants you to be. So why would I not seek him for my day to day or what it is that he wants to do, wants me to do in this lifetime. So with remaining authentic, what I like to do is I try to be as bold as I can and be as authentic as I can with living my life, especially on social media platforms. I try to be as real as I can with who I am and how I've gotten to where I am today. Oftentimes I like to share my testimony and reflect on where I've come from 
because sometimes when people are doing so good in God and they get so far away from who they used to be, it's kind of like they try to paint a new image and forget where they came from. So it's like, we have to understand that none of us are perfect. We're all, you know, um, being perfected daily. We're all um, growing daily. So you have to understand that like, you're not better than anybody. Right. We're, we're all on this walk of life together. So I oftentimes like to reflect on my testimony because it will be an encourager, an encourager to whoever is where I used to be. It can show them how you can become who you want to be or become who God is calling you to be. And you're never too far gone to um, be that you're never too far gone. God will get down in the dirtiest of the dirtiest and lowest of the lowest moments with you to help pull you back up you're never too far gone Mm. so I always try my best to remind people of just the trials and tribulations of my life and I know that with me being the light in today's world and just being true and just being real and just being authentic it helps bring other people closer to him and two with me I just oftentimes like I said seek him and go to him first before everything. Like I live by seek first the kingdom of God because I understand that I cannot do anything in this lifetime without him. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is pray. I spend quiet time in him. I don't even start my day until I have that quiet time in God where I'm reading scriptures, just starting my day in him, praise and worship. And I get kind of long with praise and worship. So I try to minimize it to 30 minutes because sometimes it's, <laughs> We be taking it there, but if I have a lot to do that day, I try to minimize it. But just really understanding that with everything that I do, it has to first start with him. With every single thing that I do, it first starts with him. From sunup to sundown, everything starts from him. Okay. So I, I have to say something here, ladies. Each, first of all, each one of you, you just described becoming that girl. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but I heard some words, I heard identity and I heard relationship and I heard mm-hmm. authenticity and mm-hmm. all three of you kind of put those words in there, but you also talked about a little bit, each one of you said when I wasn't that person. And to me, remember you all are young ladies to me. So I'm, I'm just going to put this question out there to whoever wants to answer it first or, or, or whatever. But for someone who's your age or younger, who especially ladies, but it could be guys, any Christian who is uh, trying to keep up with um, what's going on, trying to have, okay, so I got to have the education. That's their identity. I got to have the nice shoes. I got to have the nice car. That's their identity. I have to have the latest uh, jewelry. You know, I have to have the the buff, the body, this. To, and it, let's just say even someone who that's not their identity, but someone who's struggling, like I love this, someone who's a walking question mark that just, I mean, somewhere you had to get to the point to know God is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Just tell me a little bit and each of you can answer it. How do you get there? How How do you get to a place to know that this is not it. So mm-hmm. talk to me. I would like to say it's it's 
step by step. It's day by day. Like you're not going to become all that you want to be overnight, especially with building your relationship with God. It's a working progress. Like, although all of us are pretty strong in our spirituality, some of us still, not some of us, we all have our days where we struggle, where we're still progressing. Like all of us sin daily. None of us will ever be perfect, but it's because of Jesus that we are made perfect. And I think that I would encourage whoever is that walking question mark to understand the value of grace and that when you fall down, all you have to do is get back up and try again. Okay. But but Tiara, let let me ask you, this is, this is what I'm trying to get to is how did you even know that you needed God? How, How did you even know that God was the place to turn to? For me, it's kind of like something was missing. Now, I grew up in a church, but I didn't really have a relationship with God. And oftentimes that happens to a lot of children who grow up, you know, PKs or just grow up in a church. You know of God, but you don't really have a relationship with him. And it wasn't until I got into high school that, I don't know, it's kind of like everybody has their moment where you just have a connect of just like something tugging on you to grow Mm -hmm. closer. I don't know what it is. It's just like he's calling you. And so it it encourages you to just like try to figure out, okay, why am I feeling the way that I feel? Even when I would go to church back then, it's kind of like when they would have altar call for you to come up and, you know, give your life to Christ. I was something tugging on me, but Uh the fear in me would keep me from going up there or, you know, I don't want everybody looking at me or I don't really know, like God is just a little, you know, if you're just growing, it can be a little too much at times Uh if you don't Uh understand the trueness and who God is, it can be a little tricky or scary. So it's just kind of was like me just betting it all and understanding that I don't know what this is, but I'm going to give it a shot. Whatever this is that's pulling me closer to him, I'm just going to go with it. And so that's what I did. But let's not negate the fact that when I gave my life to Christ, I didn't start my spiritual journey until maybe like four years later. Okay. <laughs> if I'm okay. being for okay. real. Uh, yeah, yeah. I gave my life to Christ, but it's like, Like I said, it's a journey. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, God will give you time. He will let Mm -hmm. you discover him. You know what I'm saying? So the first step was you giving your life to him. But Mm -hmm. over time, he's going to reveal who he is to you and show you that you cannot Mm -hmm. do this life without him. He's going to reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. So I would say maybe um, after high school and maybe like my second year into college, I hit some of my lowest moments. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I was just on my knees one day. And it's like, I literally understood in that moment the only person that can help me right now is God. So I just started uh-huh. crying out to God. Mm. And it's like, yeah, you have family. Yeah, you have friends. And sometimes that keeps us from growing in God because we're so concerned about how other people are going to view us, what they're going to say. Oh, am I going to be um, labeled as the holy girl? Like, I mm. had fears of that because yeah, you just yeah. you just don't want to be labeled as like, oh, that girl's just so into God. But yes, me yeah. today, I'll say, yeah, I'm so into God. That's fine mm. with me. Because I understand that without him, I can't do this life. And we have to understand, too, that we come into this world alone and we will leave this world alone. So if you're so concerned with other people's opinions about your relationship with God, you also have to start questioning, are these the specific people that you're supposed to have around you? Like, okay, I'm scared to start growing in God because of what these people are going to say. I need to start looking at these people. Because really, Mm. why is it not an encouraging thing? Like, oh my gosh, Mm. I'm so happy you got saved today. Let's have Bible Mm. study. Like, let's talk about God. Let's pray together, friend. Mm. It should be that type of relationship, that type of thing. So Mm. I don't know why I just said that, but 
-hmm. just a side yes. note for whoever may need that but mm -hmm. yeah just understanding mm -hmm. that like at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. So if mm. you are discovering God or you feel a tugging on you, go with it because mm. it will be the very best decision that you've ever made in your entire life. You will not regret it. I have not met one person who has regret, get, regret regretted giving their life to God. If mm. you really think about it, who regrets giving their life to God? Who regrets fully devoting? I'm talking about someone who really devotes <laughs> themselves, who's in tune with God. Mm. Like, you don't regret mm -hmm. it. It's only better that comes. It's only mm. blessings. You're more joyful. You're more peaceful. And even in those moments where you have trials and tribulations, you're still able to get through it because you have your anchor. God helps mm -hmm. you through it. He gives you the mm. peace that surpasses all understanding. So mm. your life is only better when you mm. devote yourself to God, when you give him your all when you give him your life. And mm. even when I started growing in God, it took me a while to fully let go because of my fears. But understand that with God, anything is possible. Understanding mm. that God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never hurt you. He will never mm. harm you. You're mm. only reaping blessings by giving mm. your life to God, by devoting yourself to God and by being in him. So I really prompt people don't stray away from the beckoning call. Don't stray away from that moment of God calling you out or that tugging that you may feel. It, it's only going to make you better and it's only going to progress you. Aisha or Autumn, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I was going to say not again, not much. That's how strong each of us are. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like all of our, our faith can be so synonymous to where we're reading each other's minds, it seems like. Um, <laughs> but one thing that I would definitely say, and I know, um, some people may or may not be familiar with this, but sometimes it really just takes that breaking point. And sometimes it's just like, you know, I don't know if you guys have, are familiar with, sometimes God has to break you to position you. Um, and so a lot of the times that's when people feel that call. That's when they, the tug of the Holy spirit really comes because they feel like they've reached a low moment or they've reached mm -hmm. a space where they cannot progress or go any further without God. Mm -hmm. So now that's that awakening call, like, okay, let me get my life on track. But mm -hmm. ultimately I feel like it's a choice. Um, mm -hmm. And when you make that choice, I feel like you should do it unapologetically. Mm -hmm. And so when you reach a, a certain space, I feel like the favor that God has for you uh, that's attached to that is going to be inevitable. But mm -hmm. ultimately that choice that you make and I, to even reach, to even reach that decision, I really do feel like there's something that has to transpire that's a turning point right. for mm -hmm. that. Um, mm -hmm. And just, you know, just a brief backing on my my transition. I didn't make the, the active decision to start pursuing God or really cultivate an actual relationship until, you know, my freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. Same story as Taylor. Like I grew up in church and stuff, but at the time, it was something, it was almost like a demand, you know, mm -hmm. it was something, it was an expectation that was placed on me, because mm -hmm. that is what we do. Sundays, we will get up and go to church, whether you want to go or you don't. Right. Right. Um, but it took me to grow and mature and have my own encounters and experiences where I started to feel too detached from where I came from. I grew mm -hmm. up in church, and so, you know, my relationship with God, my lifestyle my preferences and things look a lot different from what my parents instilled in me right, but it's because right. now I got to make the decision on 
you know, the type of church that I feel at home at, or, you know, different things, different things that I like to be involved or associated with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of times I think that people stray away from actively pursuing God out of fear. And Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of what other people are going to say or think about it. And so it's like, okay, when I think, when I think about all of these people who may or may not have something to say, or I'm allowing outside people to influence what God's trying to do in me, I Mm -hmm. want God, I know for a fact that I want God to perform a work in me that is just, that puts me on a high that I cannot come down from. Mm. Okay. And Mm. so it's really getting over the hurdle and simply knowing that it is okay to be rooted in God. Right. Some people, they, they, they shy away from it because they, that label almost mm-hmm. like it, almost like it's something that's degrading when it's really a badge mm-hmm. of honor, you right. know? So mm-hmm. knowing that you're, you know, God's girl or God's man, whatever. Um, and just being rooted in that, I feel like it's something you should wear with confidence and not mm-hmm. allow anybody else to say anything about it. Uh, because now I feel like it becomes, it comes to a point where you're kind of battling one toe in, one toe out or whatever, or knowing you feel convicted about certain things, but you're still trying to live a life that you know may not please God because now you're still, now you're trying to people please. And it's like, okay, you know, with these people, I'm going to be like this or whatever, because I don't want to come off as too holy, you know? Mm -hmm. And then on the Mm -hmm. other side, Mm -hmm. all right, God, you know, I'm still coming after you, you know, like I really, I'm, I'm, I'm in this, but it's like, what choice are you going to make? You know what I mean? Like when you, when I, and I always think about this, which is why I prioritize trying to live my life for God to the fullest. Like, I don't want to be one-sided. So, you know, my relationships with people are not, you know, the strongest or some relationships have fallen apart, you know, due to the life that I chose. But at the end of the day, I have the mindset that someone is always watching. And no Mm -hmm. matter if people are giving you a public applause, Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. You continue to press forward. You continue to press forward because the very thing that you're doing, actively pursuing God, like to some people, to the culture world, that takes Mm -hmm. courage. Mm -hmm. Because that is not, that's not the, that's not the ideal life. If you, if you put it, if you put it in the hands of culture, you Mm -hmm. know, the ideal life is being in your bag, looking like this and doing whatever else or whatever. And so just not being consumed with that, but what God has for you eternally is something that should be priority. So that's what I would say to, you know, encourage or just inspire anybody, like take us for example, our lives have not always looked this way, but we made a choice. We made a choice because we knew that it was um, rewarding. It was going to be something that's rewarding. And I, will take unexpected favor and an overflow of blessings over Mm -hmm. what culture says or what culture Mm -hmm. is trying to make Mm -hmm. our minds think we should do or how we should Mm -hmm. move. I'll take God's favor and hand on my life any day. So. All right. Oh, that is good. That's good. That's good. So Autumn, did you want to add anything? Wow. My sister's pretty much covered everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but it's honestly... I've always been the wisdom child. If everybody's telling me the same thing, you know, and it's the same for me. I I was reading this post on social media and it said, 
you know, after a while, you think this is not what I want to keep going through, and you stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's good. I got, that's good. I got that's to good. that breaking point as well, where I'm like, yeah, the what I'm feeling, it the little bit of fun I had or wherever I was is not worth how I'm feeling today. And mm-hmm. ultimately, you just break down I'm telling you you just break down and it's like Mm -hmm. I choose you God because I know that Mm -hmm. with you I'm so much better and I feel so much Mm -hmm. better like he lifts this heaviness off of you Mm -hmm. that's inexplainable and it I also want to tie it back into our retreat we did a um an activity with the women that was called you're not you when you're hungry basically and you know how are you when you're outside of God's will and not you know in relationship as much versus when you are Mm. And it helped them to look back and see that you are Mm. so much better when you're locked in with him. And Mm. it also goes back to choosing him daily. Honestly, this whole thing is surrounded about a daily choice because Mm -hmm. every single day he gives you new grace and mercies, Mm -hmm. but you have to make the choice on a daily basis. It's not a, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to give my life to him today and that's it. It's not an Mm -hmm. end all be all. And that's what I try to get um, people to see is it is a journey. Like, mm-hmm. even though we've chosen him, mm-hmm. trust me, I have such a long way to go. Such yes. a long way to go. Yes. And by knowing that I'm not too hard on myself where I'm not mm-hmm. receiving his grace, but I know that it's a daily decision right. and right. you have to choose him daily. I had um, on my app, I have a section where you can um, submit a prayer request anonymously because I know that mm-hmm. people want prayer, but they don't want to know, want you to know that it's them. Right. And right. so I receive um, prayer requests all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know who it is, obviously, mm-hmm. but someone asked me, they said, can you pray that I have the courage to choose God to do mm-hmm. right? Oh, and that hit me because, because it's like, mm-hmm. when you're surrounded by the majority and what's mm-hmm. seen, what's overbearing, it's mm-hmm. hard to see that little light yes. or to hear yes. that little voice with all of the extra noise and access mm-hmm. of this and that. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing that I could pray for them was, you know, God help them to hear you in the midst of it and see you and keep giving them confirmation. Because like my sister mm-hmm. said, it'll be a tugging and you'll just mm-hmm. keep reverting back to him. No matter how yeah. far you try to go, as Taylor said, mm-hmm. you can't be too far out. He is yeah, going baby. to always yeah. be there and he can rule you back mm-hmm. in. You, there's no such thing as you being too far gone or that sin was too bad. No, there's mm-hmm. no such thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a breaking point where I'm like, mm-hmm. I know that when I'm with you, God, when I'm focused on you after my praise and worship, I feel so light and mm-hmm. lovely and just like I'm walking through a field of roses. <laughs> like yeah. It's amazing when you're with him. Like she said, when you choose him, I never heard anybody say being saved and choosing God was the worst thing I ever did. Mm-hmm. Everyone has said it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And literally, you got to think it goes back into courage ties into the relationship. Mm-hmm. If you know who you're rolling with, you are not questioning. If I know mm-hmm. I'm rolling with God, we're going to skip the line. We're going to get in VIP mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's opening all the doors. <laughs> he's opening all the doors. And this is him yeah. every time. Why would I question not rolling with him? It may right. not look like we're going to get in or it may not look like he's going to open his door or do that. But I'm telling you, when when you start 
especially to what they like to call babes in Christ, he really shows you at the beginning, like never before. And when you really start seeing him work where you Mm. have no choice but to say, I know that was God. If he has a track record of always doing Mm. it, why would you ever doubt him? And that's how you just grow in him. So for for lack of a better word, everything that we said is, it just comes a time where you're like, I got to choose him and you feel it in your spirit. And he just makes you feel better, basically. Right. right. He carries you through. And that's that's one of the things I want to say is that even in our tears and our fears and, and whatever other uh, things we may have coming against us, we're not in it alone. And he's yeah. teaching us and he's loving us and disciplining us and providing for us all at the same time. He's mm-hmm. a wonderful, wonderful father, wonderful father. And so I can mm-hmm. to everything that you ladies have said. And but one thing all three of you noted too was that you have a foundation of going to church. So you mm-hmm. were raised in going to church, or at some point in your life you started going to church. How do you reach people that that don't know about Christ, never heard. I mean, they're living with this pool, this pain, this agony. They want a way of escape. They have no identity. What would you say to them? Anybody answer? It's all about how we choose to live individually. So it's through our lives and how we live our day to day that someone will discover Christ. So it's a scripture in the Bible that talks about that, uh, about how you go about your day and how you are authentically like throughout your day, like that's how someone will see the light through you. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I live by as well, because a lot of people are not good at receiving the word of God as we just talk about, like say, Oh, you need to get saved. Oh, you need to follow Jesus Christ. But it's just about your kindness to them. It's Mm -hmm. the way that you forgive. It's the way that you love. It's Mm -hmm. through your love that people will experience Christ. So I would say for Christians out there who are trying to help other people find their way to God, they will see it through the light that you have inside of you. And I found this often in the different jobs that I've worked. I will go to work, but it's kind of like the topic of God would just kind of authentically come up because mm-hmm. as I'm growing a different, uh, growing a deep relationship with different coworkers, they're just sensing something about me. And it's like, they mm-hmm. would just come to me with their issues or problems or things that they want to talk about. And notice me being a believer, God going to come up in every situation or circumstance right. that I'm discussing. Right. Like, yeah. why they be like, don't come to me if you don't want to talk about God. You don't want to hear about God. Cause God's going to be in. I'm going to talk about God. Okay. So it, and it's so authentic and it oftentimes the Holy Spirit will allow it to come out in a way that that person can understand. So sometimes when we're placed in certain situations, the Holy Spirit could honestly be using you to get to that person and you don't have to be so overboard with, Oh, get saved. Just simply by you just talking and expressing just who you are and how you've gotten to where you are today and how you love and serve and be there for other people. That's how they experience Christ through you. And that's how they see something in you that makes them be like, Oh, there's something about her. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you do day to day? Like, how do you go about your days? Like, how do you get through your problems? And that's your opportunity to share. God says 
it's God that's helped me, or this is how, and you can give them the the blueprint that you received or that you go by, you know, so it'll happen authentically, but it's just simply by how you choose to live your day to day for, for God and how you choose to love others because it's through your love that, that people experience Christ. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. I want to say that I think um something so simple, and I don't know why I, I'm gonna say this, it's so simple. But since we're always on our phone, just Google the sinner's prayer. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's the first step. Just mm-hmm. because to be more direct, mm-hmm. that I think that's the first step is just mm-hmm. say that. And truly believe in your heart that he's forgiven you of all of your past sins. And as soon as you did it, he forgot about it yesterday. He forgot about it, whatever. Mm. That's the first step is just Mm. truly receiving who he is. Mm. A healer, a way maker, a miracle worker. Like Mm. genuinely, that's as straight as I can get is just doing that. And then I think, I know, not I think, Mm. he'll give you little tokens along the way to get closer to him because once you make that first step he's not going to leave you hanging so he'll give you bits of confirmation it may be something Mm. on tv that's Mm. just like take five seconds to just pray or it may Mm. be you may see on a billboard driving down the street a Mm. a scripture and then Mm. it may lead you to want to read your bible so Mm. to be more practical that's good Mm -hmm. For someone who genuinely, they've never been to church or they, you know, some people don't know anything about praise and worship. So they right. wouldn't know to download a praise and worship song and get in his presence. You know, right. like mm-hmm. some people genuinely just don't know where to start. Right. So practically, that's what I would say. Download mm-hmm. or go Google the the mm-hmm. sinner's prayer, download the Bible app and every day it'll alert you to read a scripture. And that's honestly how you get started is just reading his word and then yes. asking God, show me this and he mm-hmm. will show you if his yes. word literally says acts and it shall be given unto you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying seek and you yes. shall find yes. so do that mm-hmm. and i promise you he will meet you halfway and if he doesn't then let me know <laughs> <laughs> yeah reach out to you okay <laughs> right um so i know well so for me i feel like my my answer is a little bit different but just i think we should take the approach of acting as extensions of christ mm-hmm. and when i say that it's just being proactive and extending the invitation so even mm-hmm. if you know we're walking if we're walking and we're leading in light and love and just with the kindness you know a lot of people they may not have actively pursued going to church or developing a relationship with Christ because nobody has even extended them the invitation. And so a lot of people, even when they have like formed this perception of what they think the church is, or they've heard horror stories about what the church has done to other people. Mm. um, It's almost like we have a, I feel like that's our assignment here on earth is to extend the invitation um, and so that can be through conversation or whatever, because you don't want to take a, you know, an aggressive approach to where it feels like you're forcing God on anyone. But just, hey, like I go to this church or whatever, like I would love for you to come. And even if and sometimes it takes a series of conversations for it to to even reach that point, because some people can be kind of standoffish mm-hmm. at first. Um, but just really acting in the moment and just Holy Spirit help me whatever it is that you want me to do like
help me to do that. Whatever it is that you want me to say, help me to say that. But I think too, mm-hmm. when you even only have like that one, I guess that one encounter or that one opportunity is extend the invitation because a lot of people, they just don't feel seen. And so I know like with me serving in church and stuff, like when we have like our first time guests, it's so um, amazing. And we just like really like to have this approach where we're just so welcoming. We're so inviting. We're just making people feel seen because mm-hmm. our priority too is to change that dynamic and that mindset of what y'all think the church is. And right. this is something that you're warming up to. So we have to take it with a grain of salt, you mm-hmm. know, but always knowing that we are extensions of Christ is how I think that that's my initial step, you know, mm-hmm. like, because even when it's come to like connect groups or life groups, these people that you get to, you know, form godly community with, it started with an invitation and Mm -hmm. making me feel okay to actually show up, you know? And so um, I think us just taking that initial step and letting God handle the rest, it's going to take work, but it's also boils down to us just being intentional. Like, okay, now we've got your foot in the door. Now what, what, what's next? What do we do Mm -hmm. next to make Mm -hmm. sure you know, not again, not forcing anything on anyone, but to continue to make you feel seen and continue to show it up for whoever God's assigned us to. So, right. yeah, mm-hmm. that's my that's my oh. take on it. Oh, that's good. That's good. OK, so, ladies, I want to be certain. I know you all had a a. Um, a very successful first becoming that girl retreat. But I want to make certain that my listeners, that they find out about your next retreat. And so I I wanted you to tell me a few things about it. Uh, When is the next retreat scheduled and where is it going to be held? How long is in days is it going to be? Um, Is there a website or other social media platforms where the listeners can stay informed to to find out about it? So anyone want to take that on and Okay, so we are super excited to announce that our next retreat is going to be January 13th through the 15th, 2023. We're hosting it in Atlanta, Georgia. Our first one was in Orlando. So we are, this is our next tour date, (laughs) our next Uh tour stop. But it's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. And to stay in contact with us or abreast of anything that's going on with the retreat, you can follow us on social media at Becoming That Girl Retreat, which is our Instagram handle. And then our website is the same, becomingthatgirlretreat.com. Okay. I'm going to begin with Taylor on this one. How can my listeners get in contact with you and tell, you know, as far as the things that you're doing and your individual work? How can they reach you if they wanted to reach you specifically? Okay. If you want to reach me, um, you can pretty much reach me at Taylor Trenise. And that's for all platforms, really just Instagram and YouTube. I don't have a Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. But you can find me at Taylor Trenise. So Taylor and then T-R-E-I-N-E-C-E. That's for Instagram and that's for YouTube. And then if you want to find my That Girl in Purpose uh, ministry group that is at that girl in purpose on Instagram. Okay. And then um, Autumn, tell us how they can reach you if they want to find out your specific ministries. Um, everyone can get in contact with me via my Instagram, which is my name, Autumn Monet, which is spelled A-U-T-U-M-N. 
M-O-N-E-E underscore. That is my Instagram. And once you go to my Instagram, you can also connect with my business email as well as my mobile app. And you can download my mobile app in Google Play as well as the app store. And you just type in authentic only and it'll pop up. It's a black and white logo with an A and an O, authentic only. So you can download my app and contact me through there. Or if you follow me on my Instagram, as I stated, um, you can email me and also follow my business page as well. Oh, great. Okay, so Aisha, what about you? Okay, so my Instagram handle is at Aisha.Nicole. Um, and my name is spelled A-Y-I-S-H-A dot N-I-C-O-L. And it has two E's. Um, and from there, you'll be able to access my business account, which is Aisha Nicole with an underscore at the end. And you'll also gain access to my website and any other links that are attached to my styling business or my consulting business. Great, great, great. Well, ladies, I myself have been very inspired and I just appreciate everything that you're doing. So I don't know if you have any more inspiring words in you to share, but if you do, I want each of you just to take a few seconds to share some last words of inspiration for my listeners. Okay, so I would just like to part with be bold, be bold and unapologetically in love with Christ. Literally, it's the best decision that I've ever made. And even through this retreat, it showed us that we can conquer anything with God on our side. Um, so despite what's going on in the world, what's going on in your life, personally, pursue God, chase after him, never stop chasing after him, and just let him handle the rest. Great, great. Taylor, do you have any last words of encouragement? I would say, don't stop till you get where you want to be, okay? Faith it till you make it. Like I said, faith it till you, till you make it. Um, this whole retreat was done off of nothing but pure faith in God. And it's been times where we didn't know how we were going to do some of the things that we've done, but it was all off of us just continuing to push and believe in God, understanding the fact that you can do anything, anything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible to him. So he will do exceedingly and abundantly for you. And all you have to do is believe the fact that it can happen for you. Because this retreat was only an, a pure idea for us. But with us just taking the leap of faith and giving God our yes and trusting the process, understanding that no matter what comes our way, his purpose and his plan shall prevail. So just have that faith and belief in God and don't stop believing. Even with that little mustard seed of faith, that's all that he needs is for you to just give him your yes and obey and go along with him. Do the journey, whatever it takes. but faith it till you make it that is your ticket to success okay faith in it and trust in god amen and um, they as always my lovely sisters have covered it all so i think we can drop the mic on that <laughs> okay ladies i have really enjoyed talking with you and thank you again for allowing me 
the privilege to be able to present you and all that you're doing to my listeners. We are looking forward to becoming that girl retreat 2023. (laughs) (laughs) So you ladies have a blessed day. Okay. You too. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to my premiere episode. Click the subscribe button so that you can be notified of upcoming shows. Your comments are also welcome. We are syndicated so we can be heard on uptomeradio.com, Spotify, Alexa, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. To receive more information about today's guest, visit my website, informativeconversations.com. Thank you again.